Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome again to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Today is Friday, December 25th, 2015. Merry Christmas to those of you who are celebrating. Thank you all so much for dialing in on this morning. We know uh, many of you will probably still up late or or sleeping in and all this other kind of stuff going on and on the holiday to enjoy your day off. And so it's good that you still plugged into the call here on this morning. Uh, we are here Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. Yes, even on holidays. <laughs> For 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. You know, and, and this time of the year is, is a tough time for a lot of people, so we wanted to make sure to continue to serve our gifts to you on this morning, um, just to continue to spread the love, inspiration, and motivation for you to continue to focus on doing what it is that you've been called to do. So thank you all so much for joining us. We ask that you post your notes on social media while the call is going on, so Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, post your notes, tag us in it, and let's continue to share positivity with everyone uh, that is out there and, and scrolling online. And so, um, ladies, January 16, 2016, we have the Straight Talk Women Talk Intensive. Give yourself a gift today by getting your ticket for yourself and for some sisters. Don't come by yourself, okay? Uh, it's going to be a powerful event for 33 of the most powerful women in business, life, and ministry all in one place. For an extreme degree of impartation and transformation, if you haven't seen the testimonial videos, if you haven't seen uh, the written testimonials and the stories, make sure you go to straighttalkwomentalk.com so that you can see those and be impacted and inspired and get an, a better idea of what we do with Straight Talk Woman Talk. And be sure to join the Straight Talk Woman Talk group on Facebook as well. We are so excited because the time is definitely winding down before January 16th gets here. It's going to be here before we know it, and it is going to be amazing. So secure your seat today. Tickets, details, and information, straighttalkwomantalk.com. All right, folks, hopefully you have your pen and papers ready. You have your social media pages pulled up so you can post your notes. My husband is here. He's ready to rock and roll. Listen, if you're in the house and you got a bunch of people there, put the phone on speaker so they can hear as well and be inspired, too, on this Christmas morning. Honey, why don't you come on to the line and say good morning to our VIPs? Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs, vision, impact partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes, I am excited about your future. I want to say Merry Christmas to every single one of you around the world, thousands of you that will be hearing this message live and recorded uh, all around the world. Many of you that uh, Christmas has already come and some of you Christmas that is on the way. I want to talk to you from a thought this morning, the gift that keeps on giving, the gift that keeps on giving. All around the world, this is a day that many people, believers and non-believers, rest aside to celebrate a day of a man that showed up 2,000 years ago. He showed up as a carpenter, showed up as a carpenter or showed up and became a carpenter, showed up 
and um, was, was from birth, was wanting to be taken out, had a bounty on his head from birth. Not only that, but he showed up for a purpose. He showed up with a reason. He showed up for a, a mission, just like each and every one of us have shown up, for purpose and for a mission. He started to go through his life and do what most of us do. You start to figure things out. You start to experiment with this and experiment with that. And that's typically what happens when purpose is not known. When, when you haven't discovered the gift, you start to experiment. You live life as an experiment when purpose is not known. Would you please post that somewhere? Life is lived as an experiment when purpose is not known. You dibble in this and you dibble in that. You try this and you attempt that. You go here and you go there. And it was something that happened to this young man as he started off as a carpenter working for his father's carpentry business. He starts working for his father's carpentry business and doing the normal things, doing the normal mundane things, and all of a sudden the story says he gets a vision. He gets a vision. A vision is what you see. That's what vision is. Please write that down. Vision is what you see. Purpose is why you see it. My vision is what I see. My purpose is why I see it. And there's nothing more powerful in terms of a discovery such as purpose. When you start to have purpose, when you discover the reason for why you showed up, you know, out of the seven and a half billion pieces of flesh walking on the face of the earth right now, none of us have your fingerprint or your unique footprint. You are one of a kind. You are an original. So please don't die as a cheap copy. And that's what most people do. They show up as an original and they attempt to fit in with the standard. They attempt to fit in with the status quo. They attempt to cram their life, their fingerprint and their footprint into what other people say is supposed to be the norm. As a matter of fact, one author said, in order to have an outstanding life, you must be willing to stand out. And so here he was. He gets a vision. And when he gets that vision, he disappears from the storybooks. The scripture, script, a script, scriptures say he disappeared from ages 12 to ages uh, 18. We don't, we, don't, we don't see anything about him. He's nowhere around the scene. As a matter of fact, his mother had arrested him at age 12 and asked him what he was doing because he started to operate in his gift. To go, he started to go operate and do it, and sometimes we can operate prematurely in our gift because we haven't submitted ourselves. That's the word, submit. Yeah, to sub, submit. That sub is a grammatical construct. Submit is, it means below. Sub means below. Mit means covering. To be below covering. To, to render yourself below the covering of a greater source and a greater power. And so he disappears. And we don't see him from ages 12 to 30. That's 18 years. We don't see him from ages 12 to 30. He submits himself. He puts himself in a predicament, in a position where he can be poured into. See, I want you to write this down. Before the season of elevation, there must be a season of separation. Before the season of elevation, there must always be the season of separation. Why? Because that's the gift that keeps on giving. 
Your gift has to be separated. It has to be called out. It has to be removed from the mundane, from the masses of people, so it can be refined and defined before it's served. It must be discovered, defined, and refined before it's served. And so from ages 12 to ages 30, we don't see him. We don't hear about him. There's nothing in the scriptures that shows what he was doing. We don't know if he was getting bullied. We don't know if he was scrolling through Facebook. We don't know what he posted. We don't know if he sent out a tweet. We don't know if he added anybody on social media. We don't know anything because maybe, just maybe, he realized something that you ought to realize. You ought to make more moves than you make announcements. That's the gift that keeps on giving. And here he was at age 30. He shows up. He enters back into the, the circumference of the text of scriptures. He shows up ready, refueled, recharged to serve his gift. And as the story goes, he, he, gets, uh, he gets himself in the position to be trained by his then cousin, a gentleman by the name of John. John is his cousin. And John, he submits himself to John's leadership. He submits himself to John's teaching. He submits himself to John's training. Can I ask you a question? Who are you submitting to for leadership? Who are you submitting to for training? Who are you submitting to for teaching? Who are you submitting to for counsel? Who is going to assist you to get to the next level? Remember, your life and your seasons are always connected to a person. Your gift is always connected to a person. In other words, for your gift of times to be manifested, to be served, for that gift to keep on giving, you have to submit it to somebody that can help you define it and refine it. That's what he found in John. Your seasons in life are always connected to a person. You're always one person away from poverty or prosperity. And he submits himself to John, and John starts to train him and develop him and give him the message to help him refine the gift. And after a period of time, he had to leave John. It always happens that way. After a period of time, because I want you to write this down, people enter your life for three specific reasons. Some enter for a reason. There's a reason for why a person has shown up. They've either come to be a blessing or a lesson. They show up for a reason, to be a blessing or a lesson. And so when a person shows up into your life, you need to see what category that person has shown up for and make sure they stay and fit within that category so you don't have disappointment and turn that disappointment into hurt. Because disappointment shows up one of two ways, either A, a misguided expectation, or B, a unmet expectation. And when it shows up as both, what typically happens, or either or, what we typically do as human beings, if, we don't, if we're not able to understand that and manage that, the mismanagement of disappointment is what produces hurt. And hurting people hurt people. So a person shows, in, shows up into your life for a reason. Some show in for a season. There was a season that they show up into your life for. They may show up for a holiday season. They may show up for the Christmas season. They may show up for a season of training. They may show up for a season of development. There's a season for some people or for most people to show up. Most people show up for a reason. Some show up for a season, and only a few stay for a lifetime. Only a few are designed to stay with you for a lifetime because you are the gift. You are the gift. 
See, your creator created you as a gift to the world. If you start to see yourself the way this young Jewish boy saw himself more than 2,000 years ago as a gift to humanity, you didn't show up here on accident. You are not just the, the production of two people that became intimate. There was a reason. See, they could only produce the humus. But God gave the man. In other words, you're human man, human, human man, that's man spirit in a dirt body. You have shown up for a specific assignment, whereas your gift can only be given if you unwrap yourself. I tell people all of the time, change the wrapping paper, but keep the gift the same. Did you hear me? Would you post that somewhere? Change the wrapping paper, but keep the gift the same. And at age 30, a dove appears on him in the midst of his training and says, this is my son in who I am well pleased. And that was the the final auspices for his gift to now be served. Woe to anybody that has not been pointed out to go serve their gift. You need no permission from man. You need permission from God, your creator. But if he can't get it through somebody, he won't get it to you. He will get it through somebody just so he can get it to you. You're the gift that keeps on giving. We're waiting for you to be served. We're waiting for you not to rob the world of what you were sent here to do, what you were sent here to be, and the lives you were sent here to impact, for you to influence. I caution you. I warn you. But most importantly, I encourage you to change the wrapping paper, but keep the gift the same. You are the gift that keeps on giving. The gift that keeps on giving. You got to keep serving your gift. You, you, like you said, you're not a mistake. There's purpose for your life. There, there's a reason why you are here. There, there's a reason why you exist in this moment, despite everything that has happened to you and around you and everything else, good or bad, there's a reason why you're here. And so to serve that gift is it, your purpose. You, you are talented at something. There are things that only you can do the way that you do them. You, you have been specifically designed for those things. The scripture tells us in 1 Corinthians, for the body is not one member but of many. If the foot says, because I'm not a hand, I'm not part of the body, that doesn't make it less a less part of the body. Then if the ear says, because I'm not an eye, I'm not part of the body, it doesn't mean that it's not part of the body. It doesn't mean that it's unimportant. It doesn't mean that it's not useful. If the, what if your entire body was an eye? If the whole body was an eye, what would your hearing be? If the whole body were hearing, what would your sense of smell be? But now God has placed the members, each one of them, in the body just as he desired. Because if they were all one member, what would the body be? But now there are many members but one body. What does that mean? That means that 
each component to the we are the body of Christ, and each one of us has a specific assignment and role that we do. The eye doesn't do what the hand does. The hand doesn't do what the foot does. The foot doesn't do what the nose does. Now, just because your hand is bigger than your nose, it doesn't mean that your hand is better than your nose. No, they're they're both relevant. They're both important. They both play an integral role in making the body what it is. And it's the same thing with each one of us. We each have a specific and unique role and assignment to, to execute and make the body function the way that it's supposed to be, make the body of Christ function the way that it's supposed to be. So just because your gift is different than my gift or her gift or his gift, it doesn't mean that it's less than. It doesn't mean that it's less important or less significant. No, it's equally important. It's equally significant. Ask anybody who has lost a limb, and they'll tell you, hey, yeah, I can function, but, man, I'll function better with it. That's why they have prosthetics. Why? So so a person can function. So the body can function the way that it was designed. So for, for many of many of you, many of us sometimes are are doing things that just are to function. They don't they don't make the body function the way that it could. So if you're finding yourself in a position where you're not functioning properly, you're not flowing, you're not moving in that good direction that you were normally going, that means a member of your body or your purpose work is out your gifting is out of order. It's in the wrong place. Your foot is trying to be uh the heart or your knee. It's out of, it's out of order, it's out of place. What you gotta do is recognize that everything that's within you, everything that you've experienced, everything that you've gone through, uh every letdown, every setback, every heartbreak every financial break, every emotional break, every breakdown, everything that you have experienced, it's all, it's, it's the seasoning. It gives you that substance. It gives you that extra flavor. It gives you that oomph that you need while you go out here and you pursue the things that you've been called to do. That's what makes you stand out. That's what makes you, uh, that's what gives you your style is everything that you have experienced because your experiences are unique. While there's nothing new under the sun, things will happen, the same thing to everybody. Every person is still individual. They're still different. So how you process it is different. How you handle it is different. What you think about it is different. What you feel about it is different. So what you take away from the experience will be different, even though it's a similar experience to somebody else. Understand that you got to keep giving your gift. You are the gift that keeps on giving. God gave life to each and every one of us. He gave life to us for a specific purpose. He has his grace. He has his love. There's his truth. There's his forgiveness. There's all these amazing things that, that encompass who God is that is all part of us. Did you know he made us in his image and in his likeness? We are made in an image and a likeness of the Most High. So all of the attributes that God has, we do too. That's exciting. That's something to celebrate, especially when you have spent majority of your life being told you're not good enough, being told you're too much of this or too much of that, being being led and manipulated to believe you've got to have certain people around you in order to be successful. No, you're made in the image and the likeness of the Most High. So if you're saying you're not good enough, you're saying he's not either. And you know that's not true. 
The word of God is your reflection. That's who you really are. And so when you look at that, that's your mirror. That tells you the truth about your situation. That tells you the truth about you, not what everybody else is saying. No. Uh Uh-uh. But before God uh, formed you, he knew you. He knew you already. And before anybody had an opinion about who you are as a person, he already had a purpose for your life. So as you go out to pursue your purpose and you do the work that you've been called to do, people and their opinions are going to come. And that's okay. They can come and they can go. But that shouldn't deter you from focusing on what you've been called to do. Because even though the part you play is different, it is still very significant. Don't ever minimize what you do because it's not like what someone else does. The world will make you think that you're less than and you're not good enough because you don't do it the same way as somebody else. You're not designed to be like somebody else. You are uniquely made. Scripture says, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. You, yes, you, are fearfully and wonderfully made. There is nothing wrong with you. I know the holidays can get tough for a lot of people, especially those who have lost loved ones. You know, maybe you're celebrating all your closest family members have passed away, and, you know, it's tough for a lot of people sometimes. But understand something. God is still with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will bring people to you to tell you exactly what you need to hear, to inspire you, to motivate you, to uplift you, and to remind you just how loved you really are. That's why I'm so glad you all called in on this morning because somebody, somebody, you needed to hear this message. You needed to know. You still matter. You are significant. You are important. You are the gift that keeps on giving because you were created by the ultimate gifter. You were created for a specific reason. You have a purpose, and that purpose is to be shared with the world. And just because what you do is different from everybody else's does not mean that it's less significant or less important. Take what you have and make it your best work. Get it out there to everybody. We want to see all of the things that you are made of, not just some of the things that you're made of, all of the things that you're made of. You deserve to serve that gift. We deserve to experience that gift. I want to encourage each and every one of you today. Give yourself the gift of knowing that you are good enough because that's the gift that keeps on giving. Honey? Absolutely. Absolutely. Without question, without doubt. And if you rob the world of your gift, you are a generational thief. If you go back to where you came from with your gift, you are a generational thief. Don't do that. Unwrap yourself. Serve yourself to the world. Serve yourself to the people. We're supposed to be enjoying your gift. Dr. Monroe says the fruit is never for the tree. A banana fruit a banana tree never eats the banana fruit. An apple tree never eats the apple fruit. A mango tree never eats the mango fruit. Why? Because the fruit is never for the tree. Your gift is your fruit. It's for us. 
It's for the world to eat on, to be nourished, to be fulfilled, to be satisfied. And that's how we celebrate you. Not today, but a thousand years from now. Your name may be forgotten, but your gift will always be felt. Your pictures may be wiped out of the history books. People may not even know what you look like. But your spirit lives on because words are spirit and the spirit is word. You're the gift. Serve it. We want to see all the gifters. January 16th, 2016th, we want to see you here in Houston, Texas, or the Straight Talk Woman Talk uh, Intensive. Over 333 women that will be assembled right here in Houston, Texas. It's going to be absolutely phenomenal. Make sure you get to your uh, get to the website, get your ticket, get registered. Not now, but right now. We want to see you there. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.